there's some loud music and we're gonna miss it no we're not no we're not bang bang what's up everybody holy shit happy holidays and happy new year welcome to another banger welcome back to us so glad to be here if you're watching on apple Podcasts, spotify or youtube we welcome you into the all day everyday show with all day aj and the homie manny ruffin guys it has been a very very long time and we owe you a large explanation we hope you had a great holiday season and a good new year with your loved ones it feels so good to be back i mean dude we haven't actually done long form content in so long but this is the first show of 2023 and once again we are back so to kick things off um we have a lot to talk about today we'll get into that in a little bit of what we're actually doing um but yeah so where have we been this is like a very important thing that we want to get out there no we have not just like taken a break or quit or sat back we actually for the past couple of months have been working with sleeper fantasy producing fantasy outlooks on player you know player profiles every single week doing 60 clips a week for them um great exposure for us in what we want to do and, and making good connections but we haven't been doing our long form content because we've been you know hyper focused on doing as much as we can for them i also got a full-time job so i work now nine to five thirty um, so this kind of goes back to my hypocritical, uh, that boy said 5.30, that boy said not five. That boy said five. Yeah, bro. They, they say when you, when you graduate <laughs> college, you got to do nine to five. No, bro. It's nine to five thirty, And I only get a 30 minute launch too. But yeah, so, uh, the grind has started, uh, officially for trying to bang out both and what we're going to do. Um, but yeah, like that's where we, we've been. We have not taken a break. Honestly, Minnie and I spoke about it. We've been doing more, bro. Take a break, bro. I was about to say. We've been doing more behind the scenes than we were like in the past, you know, two years that we've been doing this. Nah, I mean, we never, we've never had, we've never uploaded 60 clips a week, bro. We've never had to do, you know, the amount of stuff that we were doing. Like, for this shit? Holy fuck. I don't think we, I mean, we could get 60 clips. We could get 60 clips from this show, but like the last 30 would be bullshit. But also, the last 30 would be some shit, me, like me saying some shit like this. Yeah, but how, how? Also, the other question for that is too: How are you gonna post sixty, 60 clips? clips of our shit staggered oh, amount? That's, that, that's the, that shit that Mikey was talking about. When motherfuckers be having like ninety drafts. We would have had like we would have had like three hundred. Yeah, drafts. but some of them would we're like they wouldn't. Using, we're not using. Wait, well, they wouldn't even be relevant. Some of them. Mm-mm. Like it would have to be some crazy question that you would just save. Exactly. But yeah, that's where we've been. We definitely owed you guys. Like, that. What would you do if never? <laughs> yeah, we don't get to. Right, but not yet. <laughs> not yet. We're taking a different. <laughs> We're taking a different um, approach to these shows moving forward. Um, it's going to be a, a, a way more fun atmosphere for what we're going to be able to put out. Um, but it just feels good to be back in, in everything we have here. We, again, we haven't done long-form stuff in a very long time. So uh, we got a big show today. We are going over these bowl games and this Michigan collapse, this banger, Ohio banger. State First, collapse. We got we to tip our caps to the committee and the college football playoff. First college football playoff where we had two good games. Mm-hmm. We've never had two banger games. I mean, we had a 51-45 and we had a 41-42. Yep. Thank God, because the whole complaint the whole time has been like the 4-1 game has been dog shit, or at least one game's dog so shit. So what are you saying to those people that said, oh, I would have liked Alabama to get in, so then it's Alabama-Georgia and then Michigan-Ohio State? We finally saw the other side of the, of the I'd uh, say it's 2020. I, I've always been on the side of the argument where I want to see the TCUs. I want to see the Washingtons. I've wanted to see, let's say, the year where I wanted Penn State to get in. Like, I want to see that team just because of the exposure. The, the argument's always supposed to be 18s, but it's, I mean, let Max Duggan and the boys snap. Yeah. Let Michigan and the boys snap. Let Ohio State and the boys snap. We'll see. Uh, we'll, we know Nick Saban's going to have squads. 
we know this college football playoff is never going away. Right. So I mean, we'll see him. We'll see him. And time we get the expansion game. coming. So it was a good, exactly. uh, it was a good kind of you know final ending to this this fourteen playoff. Right? Exactly. Um, and then after some bowl games, we had some bets. So we'll be going over that in those bowl games. Yesterday was the Rose Bowl. Um, Hella good games. And then uh, yeah, we have we have a lot to talk about on uh, Skip Bayless tweets, Dana White and his wife slapping each other. Jesus. Um, and then we're gonna finish it out with some bangers with. The NFL playoff picture, what needs to happen in the AFC for certain teams to clinch, and what needs to happen in the NFC for certain teams to clinch, starting with the Packers, where if they win on that flexed Sunday night football game, they will be in the playoffs. Good on the NFL for flexing that. I fuck with that. Yep. Uh, but okay, uh, so Michigan TCU. So, <clears throat> I, like, after the, the TCU scored first on that terrible throw by J.J. McCarthy on that pick six, I was like, okay, Michigan is still not losing this game. Where do the books move this line? Moved it down to 164, even though, like, that's still so high. But I was like, all right, fine. Like, maybe I was looking for, like, maybe 140. So we loaded up on that. And then I think it was 7-3, and then it went down 14-3. And then I put in plus 3.5. And, and I was just big on Michigan, not losing. Bro, I saw a lot of people were big on Michigan. I saw uh, JJ on Twitter. He was big on Michigan. I think he just snapped to yesterday. I think he just had a big day. Um, I wasn't. This is. I just had TCU in a parlay, and I'm not one of those people either. Like, if I don't take the team straight and I just throw them in a parlay, I'm not about to like gerrymander and run around like I really was about to like I was really on them. Like, yeah, it was always TCU. Like, you just had them in a parlay. Relax. Like, I just in a parlay sense, I'm. I was only taking spreads. I wasn't taking. If I was taking money lines, I would have for sure had Michigan money line in the parlay. But from a spread sense, like seven and a half, they gave us the half. I had to take it. That game was fucking nuts, though. Like. I, shout out to Max Dugan. Shout out to all the boys from TCU. Like, they put on for the Big 12. You know what's crazy, too? The one thing I took away, they showed it, I think, during the third quarter. The one play that made their season was that kick, that, that bazooka call when they all ran off the field and came on and made that kick. Fucking nuts. But to be honest, bro, like, I was like I was locked in on the game, had had action on it. Like, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm, I'm watching the whole game. Then they showed the shit oh, with God. J.J. McCarthy's pop. Like, suppose, I mean, I guess, not even supposedly. I can't even say that. It literally feeling his his son's high school sweetheart like my whole attention from that point on even though the game was a banger i just keep going on twitter and that's just everything i see every time i go on twitter like bro i actually know how you felt about that shit like who did you talk to about that like that shit was nuts bro. yeah so like um he was bugging it like, was weird i when i first saw the tweet of the video of like the clip of it i was like i saw like the caption of the video and it said like you know mccarthy's dad tries to you know get his hands on his high school sweetheart and I'm like what like and like I thought it was kind of like clickbait and it was only like a 10 second clip and I watch it and I was uncomfortable um obviously because like like I've been dating my high school sweetheart so I'm sitting there thinking like bro I don't want to see this fucking video more times because I'm like what if like my dad's like fucking doing that. Bro, like, that what would you? Weird, what bro. would you do? What would you do? If that yeah, would, bro. If that, like, it's just, what would not? What would you actually do? Like, what, like, like, just off the top. Like, obviously, this isn't like maybe like if you think about it, what would you do? Like, but if in the moment, like, if that was your pop, like, what would you be thinking? Like, you get on the bus. Literally, you just lost to TCU to go home. You go on Twitter because you know you're gonna go on Twitter. Oh yeah, you're gonna go on social your media. Your boys probably sent you the shit. Like, so what is going through your head, bro? Like, like I first, like you gotta confront. Like, do you think he's like real, bro? I'm gonna say, do you think he's like it's bullshit? Like, he's probably just like, bro, like this is did, bullshit. Like, but then, like, you can create the argument. Like, did your hand just magically appear there three like, times? <laughs> three times. He did a little patty well, kick at the end. That's the other thing that's weird too. Kick. Like when he gets on the bus, like his teammates saw it too. Everyone saw. So like, what, what is he, what is he like? You know, what, what are his teammates thinking? Like. 
does he now like is he now uncomfortable because then his teammates are like bro you know uh, you know everybody weird, yeah you know everybody that's weird you know yeah like that was like super weird and because bro we could have had we could have had a wholesome another aj mccarran moment remember mm-hmm. like it was 2014 or like 2012 they showed aj mccarran girl she was like miss georgia or some crazy yeah, shit yeah. bad as hell like yeah. whatever like yeah we're all and i think brett musburger was like horny on the cast he was like yeah oh she's a dime cool cool he might have took a little step too far on the, on the telecast but hey you know what i'm saying we all men here it's all good sure. show they showed they said okay that's jj mccarthy's dad that's his wife and then me and just I had the like, high thing. I really the man at home was thinking like, okay, but who's the shorty to the right? Well, and they was like, you know what I mean. Let's not discredit him like so much. I mean, they put the camera on on his girlfriend and his parents like primarily. every time there was a primarily game, yeah, there like, was a touchdown. I mean, primarily everything. Yeah, so like in most of the other moments. She was jumping up and down. She was hugging his mom. She was hugging his dad. It was, a, but they, just they caught, the caught him at, at a bad was, time when he was trying to act crazy. Nah, that's crazy, bro. Because I was like, I'm really, I be trying to like, like I'm like, all right, like was he just hype? Were his hands going wherever? Like, nah, he was, he was pretty. Because you could, you could create the Some argument like, oh, you know, like everyone's standing up, like it's super in a weird confined area where like there's, you know, you don't have a lot of room. And you're just like, like your hand just like you know, Three floppy times. fish right on there, bro. Three like, bro, that crazy. was weird. Your whole hand was on there. But uh, to the to the game's point, uh, the forty four point third quarter, <laughs> like, yeah, he can't leave this. No, nah, my fault. Last thing, like, yo, like, fuck when JJ got on the bus. Like, what's we get in the car with your wife? You're driving, so the wife on the phone. Oh yeah, she probably pulled that shit up in like two seconds, bro. Wait, wait, who do you think said something first? Do you think? He, do you think he said like? Did did he actually like? Did you feel him touch you there? Do you think you think that she actually said that or not? I don't know. Or or did bro. or did she be like, all right? So you probably saw the clip. Like, yeah, like I think the wife was just like, yeah, let's like I see, yeah, like that's tough, man. Prayers for my dog. I hope he's all right. Yeah. I mean, okay. That's, at least, it, a, first of all, at least it was that's not. No, nah, that's a that's a three month doghouse minimum. At least it wasn't like <laughs> another guy though. Like, come on, that would be so much worse. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's I mean yeah, but you gotta think this is possibly this is possibly at his marriage, he's in the doghouse at least for three months, bro. At least, bro. Who, JJ? No, pops. Oh, oh, the dad, yeah, for sure. Pops, he's at least in the doghouse for three months. He, even if even if it was like even if she was like, all right, you might have been hyped, whatever. Like, we just got dragged on the internet by we went viral for the wrong reasons. Yeah, like, nah, after a loss. Sleep downstairs, dickhead. Like after I don't like, yeah, like I, And now now when she comes over for like family events, it's like she not gonna like hug him or like yeah, bro, like there's some weird shit going on. And that was after a loss too. But the forty four point third quarter, me and Manny were texting each other back and forth, like, bro, what is going on in this game? Because it was like Michigan was out. I had a lot of money on Michigan. I'm like, well, I was like down in the dumps like all right, dude. While this yeah, is over, and then it was Michigan like a dog was fight. Because I was, I was rooting for you at that point. I'm like, I had the seven and a half, and TCU's up. I'm like, bro, I don't even. I think they're covering the seven. I and remember half. you texted. I hope you just get the cut, hit the money line. You literally bro, texted you like, like Michigan win probably wins this game. Like, how are they lose? How are they like Michigan's in a shootout without their running back, and they're about to lose? I felt so bad for you. I felt so bad for all Michigan backers because, to be honest, like the Michigan Georgia square parlay, it looked good that day. I wasn't partaking, but it did look good that day. Yeah, and that fifty-one forty-five highest combined score in fiesta bowl history i mean we also like you were giving a lot of credit to tcu like they showed the these numbers like all throughout the game on third down i mean tcu was eight for 16 on third down to to michigan's like three for 13 like that's your team who we all we all talked about that defense all year everybody said how powerhouse that defense is yes that defense is good but george's defense is better 
only allowing 27 points is their their most amount of points that they let up in a game this year. And then we go to the biggest game of the year yeah. where we can change the narrative of Harbaugh and Michigan and we let up 51, bro. Because it was the whole thing. The whole reason you don't want to back Michigan is like they don't have Blake Corum, the main running back. Well, that wasn't even an issue. Yeah. Bro, for real. No, that's tough. That's tough. And you talk about the rushing yards too. I mean, they were outrushed. It was almost like 80 yards or something that Michigan was outrushed. And that was after that Michigan started the game, the very first play of the game, a 54-yard rush. When that happened, bro, I was like, oh, my God, Michigan's game. It was always Michigan. Always yeah, Michigan. Yeah, it was always Michigan. And then shit went downhill from there. And then you look at J.J. McCarthy, too. I mean, they barely turned the ball over yep. this season. Two pick sixes, yep. which are so detrimental. And I remember the, the broadcast saying at the beginning of the game, like, the most cliche thing ever, like, oh, it's going to be, like, who can turn the ball over less? Like, that's who's going to win this game. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, thanks for pointing out no the obvious. Shit. But then, like, literally, we see it, like, in yeah, the second real time. Was bad. The second pick was drawn. He didn't even see the linebacker. It was, outside, it was the outside linebacker on the slant. They didn't even see him. That was drawn. And then that one was like, damn, like, it's probably chalk. Like, I was like, ah. Well, we talk about that. But then I also was, I had the over in the game, too, which was 50, 57 <laughs> and a half. And then I started sweating that because we went to the red zone, what, three times in the first half and we got field goals? Bro, that game. Like, cause, bro, if you had the under, you were sitting pretty. Definitely you probably stopped paying attention uh-huh. for real. You're like, done. Oh, the way this game going on, I'm off this shit. Forty-four points. So there. was that that this is the controversial uh, ruling at the? I, I think it was. I know it was in the first half. Might have been in the second the quarter. Touchdown, you talking about the touchdown? The touchdown that was, bro. He didn't have possession of the ball at the goal line, and then he went like. I think that was. That was his knee was yes his knee was down but he didn't have full control of the ball yet Bro, until he reached the end zone. That I'm was a, a touchdown. I'm gonna keep it a whole hundred. I usually have like explanations. I usually have like some. Bro, that was the first ruling I've ever been like, bro, I'm officially, like, confused. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm officially, like, I'm officially I mean, confused. Like, yes, I had money on Michigan, and, like, this may be a little biased, but, like, yes, it's callable because his knee was down, but you can see he's still juggling the ball while he's falling across the goal line. Right. No, because it's still a touchdown. No, and I'm, I'm saying I'm confused because I thought it was a catch in the rule, like a t- catch, touchdown. I'm thinking, that's, I'm thinking that's the call. The ruling, like, that's the first time where I was, like, Oh no, I'm mind fucked. Like, cause usually I can be like, yeah. oh, okay, that's the rule they doing that now. That's corny, but that's the rule. That John, I was like, bro, I don't know what they're on. I feel bad. I really feel bad. I don't usually feel bad. I feel bad for Michigan. And then my favorite part that. after that ruling, my favorite part, of course, was me sitting and watching the game with Sammy Two and Drew, and I go, watch, they're gonna fumble this right here. Next play, we can't. We 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 line up way too close together, and we make. I don't even know what kind of handoff that was. And then, and bro, and then I, that's when I thought of like, all right, bro, this game's over. I may have said probably fifty times throughout the game, game. Over, this game's over, this yeah. game's over, this game's over. And they found a way to come back. But good for TCU. I mean, if they find a way to to go and beat Georgia, what a story this will be. Thirteen I mean, and a half point dogs. Like you got to take it. First of all, if you take Georgia spread, like I guess you got it. But like I'm all over TCU plus the points. Hell yeah, bro! First Big Twelve team to reach about? the the title game and. College football player. Hey, if era. you give, if you if you can't if you can't cover twelve and a half and no national chip, bro, you deserve to be there. I don't give a fuck who you playing. You could play Thanos and them. You in the chip, bro? Twelve and a half. That's disrespectful. And it opened at like thirteen and a half. That is disrespectful as fuck. As fuck. That's awesome. And that's the thing that like like we've talked about too before is like, do you think these people are in the locker room and they're like, bro, we're really. 14, 13 point underdogs. Yeah, they, they, they know. Like, they know. all right, bro. Then we're covering the spread. Yeah, like, know. we're obviously winning, but. Yeah, I mean, dude, like, for got to give a lot of credit to TCU in this game. Um, and for Jim Harbaugh, obviously, we've seen those alleged reports that if he right. gets offered an NFL job, he's gone. I mean, well, we won't, we will no longer see the Harbaugh curse. Like, I, I don't even know where he would fit in an NFL offense right now. 
But that's besides the point. Okay, uh, Ohio State and Georgia. Another crazy game where this brings up so many questions at the quarterback position, which we're going to get to with the top two quarterbacks in college football. Um, 42-41. Bryson Stroud. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I was talking the two that played in that game. No, 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 not in that game. Hell no, bro. Hell no. Hell no. I like you too, Stetson, but you you feel me, Stetson? You're not. Now, like, this just shows the resilience of this team from the Bulldogs. They were down by two scores twice in both halves. It was 21-7 in the first half and then 38-14 in the fourth quarter. Obviously, um, that missed field goal. Bro, what were we doing in that? We had a chance to win. I know it was like 50 yards or something, but we were way off on that. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, bro, college kickers. I think that's a little bit out of his range. Yeah, to... but then we saw in the Michigan game, we got our boy hitting 59 yarders to save it's college, Michigan. It's college, bro. We're not all made the same. Not all of them kickers make it to the league, man. You got to think. How many kickers in the league going to make a 52-yarder to make to win the game? Like, are you confident as fuck your kicker's making a 52-yarder to win the game? To win the game? No. The and what did CJ say? He said, like, you know, we should have put ourselves in a better, better position, position to and but, but no cap, bro. The only the thing that I gotta say about CJ, like I'm, and this is coming from a guy like I follow state. I'm not like a state through and through blue blood, but I follow state. Like I'm really on like the fuck Ohio State wave. But like, bro, first of all, they've like a knock against Ohio State has been they can't produce good quarterbacks for the league. I mean, the last two they had, I'm I and I'll say this right now. I'm sure CJ Stroud will be a great, a fine NFL quarterback the way he's been playing. And Justin Fields, I'll tell you right now, if you're not convinced he's gonna be a good NFL quarterback, get your eyes fixed. But, I mean, for a player, and, and this is, like, really niche. Like, you have to really pay attention to, like, like Ohio State, like, forums on Twitter. But they, people will, the only knock against CJ Stroud is that he hasn't won the big game. He's never beat Michigan. I don't think he's won the Big Ten. And I don't, did they, no, didn't win the Big Ten. And, obviously, he hasn't won the college football playoff. Like, but if you look at these games, like, CJ Stroud has hooped, bro. Like, I think, personally, he was a better quarterback at Ohio State than Justin Fields was. And I think Justin Fields was insane. I think Justin Fields was insane, but I think I think I don't know something about C.J. Stroud the way he just commands an offense and just even like you you're missing a scrambling aspect of him. Not even missing it, he can do it, but he's not doing it, and he's still just as effective as any other quarterback you've seen come through there. And for him to not get that W, I felt bad for him. First time in my life I ever felt bad for a Ohio State quarterback because if anyone deserved it, he didn't get no Big Ten chip. He never beat Michigan. Like he he need not even need it because he he ain't seem like he was like. I mean, I mean, he probably went to the locker room and was, and was absolutely dejected. But you see some other quarterbacks in the moment, they might be crying or doing some other extra shit. He still seemed composed as fuck, real cool, like still like a leader. Like, I really wanted that for him. I never wanted nothing for Ohio State quarterback, but I did want that for C.J. Stroud. And I'm going to give him his flowers because that boy was a dog for two straight years. Like, you bring a up real, a good point about – It was a real problem, bro. But just could never get the big game. You bring up a good point about Fields, too, because uh, Urban Meyer said it before the – like leading up to this game that – he believed that there was a quote where he said he believed that uh, C.J. Stroud sees the field better than Justin Fields. I believe that. I could see that. I could see that. Because then Justin Fields can move the pocket better than C.J. Stroud can, so it opens up more lanes. You feel me? I could see that. And you see Stroud with four touchdowns in the game. And now... Still snapped. Still snapped. I mean, he didn't have a pick. He had like 348 yards, something crazy. And he was scrambling. And, and um, you know, this raises the question now, which I am... Curious to hear this answer from you. Can he pass Bryce Young and become that number one quarterback leading into the NFL draft? Because right now, the pro- like the projections are that Bryce Young is number one and he will go to Houston. Is there a outcome where uh, we see the pass of CJ to Bryce? I mean, like I think Bryce Young's gonna get picked over him just because, like, if you look at how like NFL like 
NFL's NFL's offenses are going towards they want a quarterback that's going to be able to lose his legs and run around. Like even though Bryce Young isn't like blowing away CJ Stroud speed wise, he has shown way more of a like a willingness to scramble. You feel me? So like, I think teams going for that number one pick as quarterback they're gonna start overthinking and overanalyzing and like oh we'll take the guys a little more mobile i think bryce young will still be number one i i don't think that argument i think they're way closer than people i mean i think people know how close they are to be honest i think it's damn near 1a 1b if you ask most people but um i like that 1a 1b i think bryce young's probably gonna go, go one just because like he the scouts have literally seen him be more willing to scramble not saying that cj child can't because we saw he can but i think just because of that alone they're going to be a little more like, oh, we'll take Bryce Young, which no no knock to him. but Yeah, and uh, the most points allowed by Georgia all year. Crazy. And then we had some crazy bowl games yesterday on New Year's Day. I mean, somehow USC and Caleb Williams found a way to lose this game when I had them in a parlay in the money line. 16 points, two touchdowns and a safety in four minutes, and they lose to Tulane. Hey, even though they lost that game and even though, I, you know, they busted the parlay, I mean – Tulane, bro. Good for you guys. Good for Tulane, for real. But, like, what the fuck? Like, USC, like, bro. Did I shut the game off? First of all, we need to be in the college football playoff. First of all, like, yeah. we, we fold on that. But we will, yeah. we'll get to that another time. Second of all, like, bro, weren't they up 16? Was it 16? I'm pretty sure it was 16, right? Like, yo, like, once we've already folded and so fucked dumb. it. I have a couple things to say about Lincoln Riley, but, like, because he's a great offensive-minded coach. But, brother... On our own one-yard line, we come out in shotgun. The whole nation knew it was a safety before it was even a safety, <laughs> yeah, bro. bro. We don't have one eye formation package for being back up on the goal line? That's fucking crazy to me. And, like, if Link, like Lincoln Riley defenses never fail. I'm a Lincoln Riley fan. I really am. A, I like the, all the Oklahoma teams. I like, I like the USC team a lot. I thought they were very, very fucking good. But if Lincoln Riley could assemble a half-competent defense, they'd literally win the national chip with their eyes closed. That offense is insane. Well, Die got hurt, but if Travis Dye never got hurt, and with the fact that it's Kale Williams and Addison in there, like, that offense is nuts. Like, if they have a half-competent defense, that team is literally beating everyone in the nation. I just can't. It's unbelievable. It's a but collapse. I will say, though, I haven't had hope. I haven't had hope for USC. This is the only time I ever had hope for USC. Uh, I think they still will be able to build, like build something. I think Kel Williams helped a lot, like just being there, winning the Heisman, being like kind of a poster boy. They've had a lot of dogs there, like like I've already said, Travis dies, a Cali kid who showed up at USC. A lot of Cali kids watching him gonna want to go to USC, and that's what I was talking about when we was in LA. And I was like, that's all you have to do is keep getting these Cali kids, and they're gonna start being nasty. I, it's a good step for USC, but brutal. I mean, you talk about the collapse too. We find a way to to lose and take our chances out of the college football playoff, and then we go lose our bowl game. I mean, that's like we don't opt out either. Like I don't, I don't know minimal opt outs. I don't know if it gets any worse than that to end the season, really. And then obviously your boys up in Penn State. Uh, Fun to see Penn State out in in a Rose Bowl. Got a Rose Bowl W. Thank fuck. And uh, can you just enlighten the the people out there that? Utah fans that are bitching that when Rising goes down. Oh, yeah. You were saying they were saying that Can Rising, they win that game with Can Rising in the game. I, I, I respect it. And, and I'm happy you told me and you clarified that it was Utah fans that were saying this because I didn't know who was saying this at the time. I didn't know if it was pundits or if it was like gamblers or whatever. Because that's usually who it would be. I had Utah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had man. the Utah spread, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, all right, Utah fans, I feel y'all. Because it sucks for Can Rising because he, he, I think he tore his ACL last year in the Rose Bowl. Was it? Or no, he had a, he had a concussion. 
Got a concussion last year in the Rose Bowl, and this year he fucked his knee up. So, like, there's been two straight what-ifs, and the Utah fans are going to say what what if, but, like, yo, if you're watching that game, Penn State had full control. There's true freshmen running all over you guys. Up 14. Sean Clifford's going out with, again, his flowers for the Rose Bowl. Yo, it was never Utah. And I, I was I was, I was very hurt upset you didn't take Penn State with us. We would have had, squ- had a bro. full squad ride. I know. We would have had, had a full squad, squad ride. ride for Sean Clifford's last two ride. He sold us. He's made his money. And one last send-off, Sean Clifford cashed us. What a fucking storybook send-off for Sean Clifford. Didn't break um one thing. And this is going to sound like I'm hating just because I like I like Trace a little bit better than Sean Clifford. No offense, Sean Clifford. I fuck with you, too. But I think I don't think he broke Sean, uh, Trace McSorley's record for most combined uh, passing and rushing touchdowns. I think Trace McSorley had like 107, which is nuts. Good way for Penn State to finish finish out the season. Yeah, fuck and they yeah. got a Rose Bowl. Fuck yeah, they're here. I mean, still they can't beat the Avengers. They can't beat Michigan. They can't beat Ohio State. Right. But listen, they were like, this was damn near one of the, one of those years again where they were super close. Ohio State game. If you watched it, they literally were going to win that game and it just fucking collapsed. And so. they collapsed. We'll see next year with Penn State with Drew Aller obviously coming in. They had a lot of hype. We'll see. We'll see. Oh yeah. And uh, as we shift gears now to Skip and the Whites, um. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and drop a like and a comment down below. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, give us those ratings. Those help us go a long way in our new year of 2023. Before we get to Skip Bayless and Dana White, though, um, I do have a random question for you. Um, Yeah, because that's going to be crazy. But before we do get there, um, I was uh, doing some things around the house yesterday, getting some Christmas decorations down. When is it too late to bring your christmas lights down and bruh, your christmas decorations down bruh, like you know you talk, me, you talk about you're like to me. you asked the wrong boys question bro i'm day after like day after a couple days new new year's if you shit not down bro you're wild like to me i'm just like bro good. i'm not i'm just not the big I'm, maybe because i don't have kids i think because we're at this age when we're 20 we're in our 20s and we don't have kids and like we don't really give a fuck about christmas no more like bro once this shit over bro i'm bro uh, I'd be I'd be salty when they be trying to sneak the Christmas music in the gym, bro. I'm like, why is Christmas music in the gym? Yeah, bro? yeah. I don't care, but like you see now, it's like it's like people still got all their stuff up outside, and like, bro, we're it's January third. Nah, what that's, are we that's way too late. Like, lit, at this point, I feel like I'm in my twenties. Christmas is about family. I'm trying to see my 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 aunties, my grandmoms, and all of them the day of Christmas. And once the day of Christmas, my brothers and everybody I ain't see all. And once Christmas is over, bro, I don't care no more. I get. I'm in, I'm past the point now. I don't even care about getting presents, bro. I be getting presents and I be like, oh, all right, you got me something. Thank you. I'm yeah. Gonna get, I'm gonna get to that. The openness, though. I'm <laughs> like, I don't like. I'm I'm way past the Christmas mindset at this point, man. Hell yeah. Um. All right. So two little random stuff there. Two Skip Bayless. Some very uh, I, I'm not gonna call it questionable questionable tweets, but two people that took it the wrong way. I guess you can put it. I mean, as it was. Qu- I mean, I, he could have worded it better. I guess people were saying he could have worded it better. You but let's me? go to tweet number one. Uh, not exactly sure what happened to Demar Hamlin. Players on both Jeez. teams. Wait, are sh- oh, oh, I made my <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Players are on both teams are shaken. God. Ambulance out on the field. CPR administered. Can't remember play being stopped for this length of time. Just said a prayer for him and his family. And before we go any further, obviously our thoughts and prayers go out to Demar Facts. Hamlin and his family. Something that is so crazy that you know fans all around the world. This was national coverage last night. Something we have never seen before. Um, very very sad stuff. And we just you know, we hope and pray that, that he will be okay and we can continue, you know, he can continue his career moving forward bro, so and his life like, going forward. Nah, no bullshit. No bullshit. Prayers for DeMar, bro. That's just crazy. PA, PA zone, too, from Pittsburgh. Real shit. Um, 
I think Skip Bass would come up so much better if he knew how to start the tweet. Bro, read the beginning of the tweet again. Yeah, so the beginning of the tweet says, not exactly sure what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Dog, dog, dog. Like, we obviously know something was bad if he got up I'm about to say, if we, we like, don't know, if we, if we don't know what happened. Like, you could say like that. I'm not even going to say what happened, but we, bro, we watched it. Yeah, like that looked... Terrible. And like, I'm and I'm and I'm and, and before y'all bro, I don't I think Skip's getting dragged a little too much, but now I'm thinking back, I'm like Skip be And that was the start it, of the massive. It's cool though, it's cool though, it's cool though, it's cool though, it's cool though. It's not even the tweet though, it's not even the tweet. It's okay, cool. so it's now cool. we have we have two more that we're gonna go through here. Jesus, and the second from Skip is I've seen so many horrific injuries suffered on football fields, yet never have I seen a reaction like this. In every other situation I witnessed or covered, the game always went on fairly quickly. The attitude was, quote, hey, that's football, end quote. For those players, this was different. No, that tweet, that tweet, that tweet, that tweet was facts. That, that. Not fa- like, but you feel me? I, I get it. Like, for sure. We understand I, what he's trying to say. When I'm seeing these tweets from, from Skip, like personally, when I'm live seeing these tweets, these same two tweets, I'm like, Bro, this is just a boomer talking how a boomer would talk. Like you feel me? I'm not even. I'm not even tweaking, bro. Yeah. I'm just like he's. he's just and on, before we get into the last Twitter, tweet, bro. what he did say on his show today was, you know, I don't like look at the replies or anything. I I, I just tweet to tweet. Like I'm just out tweeting. I'm happy you don't look at replies. Like if something's happening, like he he's basically saying like when stuff happens, like he pulls out his phone, he pulls out, he opens up Twitter, and then he. Type something out and then he hits tweet. Good, because that's what he said. That's what he allegedly. That's what he's saying he does. Because we be dragging. (laughs) I I mean, I'm sure he sees it. But and then finally, we get to the last one of this massacre of tweets that says, "No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant." When you're in the moment and you're emotional and you're worried about the Mar and everyone, how everyone was doing it, but when you read, when you read him say, "But how?" Yeah. Like I initially think he's talking about like how, like from his own perspective, like how he feels about the game, like how, like I want to watch the game going. That's when I first read the tweet, and this is my wrongdoing. This is me admitting my wrongdoing. I read it from him saying. How, as in, I skip bills want to watch the rest of this game because I just want to enjoy the rest of the game. You feel me? Yeah. I didn't take it as he's saying like how, like. This game's for the one seed. It's week 17. It's already the first quarter. I think, and I could be wrong, I think that's what he meant. And, like, that's where I'm like, oh, I might have I misinterpreted you, Skip. Like, I, I was dragging you. I was laughing at you. Well, like, we have a tweet I, here. I, I might have tweaked out. Like, cause that, I mean, that shit was funny. Though. Well, the, a bunch of Barstool personalities, including Portnoy himself, were, you know, voicing their opinions on it, saying to kind of relax a little bit. And then Kenny actually tweeted yep. and said, um, this is Skip's entire – thread in order the third tweet which is the last one that was just read is the one people are freaking out about again i think this guy totally blows but did everyone just mi- misunderstand his last tweet i get it if you, th- if you think it's too soon but the level of outrage i'm seeing is kind of crazy yeah it's just people's personal bias to escape bayless like right people have so much trouble and to be there's a lot of people like a lot of people because skip bayless has said Skip Bayless has said a lot of insensitive things about a lot of people, like about a lot of players and athletes. We all know there's even his partner. You feel me? Exactly. So like, we don't have to even go there, but like, there's a lot of people that like have that, that personal bias so tied into Skip Bayless that once he says anything that's like marginally questionable, it's like pitchforks, fires, cancellation. You feel me? Like, I don't hate Skip Bayless that much. Obviously, Kanye doesn't hate Skip Bayless that much and you don't. It's where it's like, I can like, 
decipher between Skip Bell as a TV personality, him being the dickhead on camera that I don't like, and then him trying to like send out a tweet and he's like seventy years old. Like I, yeah. I'm gonna try to like I'm a, you mean not looking me now like hindsight. I'm like all right, Skip. When you send tweets out, I'm gonna read them Jones twice. That's what I'm getting. That's <laughs> yeah, what that's yeah. what I'm getting out of like right. like we was but there was a couple there was one tweet that I was like. He had said, like, someone on the show today, he's like, I'm a LeBron fan now. And it was like, yo, y'all can't still skip Bayless so bad that he's a LeBron fan. He's a LeBron fan. fan. I was in tears. Well, it obviously yeah. shows the magnitude I a little bit, at tears. least, though, because he changed Shannon his tone. Sharp didn't even show up, though. Shannon didn't come to work. He didn't come to his, his he show didn't today. He didn't come to work. Skip had to run the show to himself, which was almost like a fucking don't cancel me kind of no show. No cap. I mean, Literally what it was, it was don't cancel me, bro. He's shaking, doing his little shaking, thing He's shaking. He's, he's, you know, bouncing the page, papers back. Skip, his bro. microphone is, like, clipped to his his. Sh- his suit jacket and you can hear him like when he breathes out with his nose you can hear like the breath go onto the mic because he he's like trembling. he was he was he was he knew his, he was he said, shaking he said up his, his boss called him yeah <laughs> like he, he said um, there was a clip from the show today where he said his boss from fox called him and said you need to clarify the tweet so, and then that's where he had to tweet out again like all right listen like you know and obviously he said what he said but i mean there's a lot of i mean we've been <laughs> Before we even get it to Dana White, I mean, we, I am not, listen, 2023 is I'm going to just stand this on camera and on microphone. I am not a Skip Bayless fan. This is the first time in my life I ever felt bad for Skip. I was like, I, and I even like felt bad to where like, because this shit was genuinely funny today, bro. I was having a blast laughing at Skip Bayless tweets. I'm not even going. And I feel like everyone else listening to this was probably laughing just with me. But like, damn, Skip. Like, for the first time. And no one else got to agree with me here. This was from me, Skip. My fault, gang. You feel me? You got it. Yeah, That's you me. got it. My, my fault. So in other crazy news besides Skip Bayless, Dana White and his wife, Ann White, were on TMZ. They made TMZ this weekend on New Year's. Uh, There was a video that came out from TMZ where they both hit each other, but Dana got his two licks in versus her one, and they were separated. They were at a VIP club in the VIP section, and, you know, I guess people or fans from down below were able to capture the video. Um A quote from Dana White in the TMZ article said, um, you know, you've, you know, his quote on TMZ said, quote, you've heard me for say for years, there's never, ever an excuse for a guy to put his hands on a woman. And now here I am on TMZ talking about it. So very, very interesting there. Um, And then obviously, you know, if you have seen the video, it's his wife hits him and then he gets two licks back in and then they're separated. And like she almost like moved like far when he heard her the first time. Like he got some. He definitely got. I some thought he knocked in. her down, bro. It, it, it almost looks like I it. I thought he knocked her down. I was like, damn, Dana. Like what the? F-? But like, I mean, bro, we don't gotta talk about nobody's feelings about tours like men hitting women. Like, but like, I just at least like because you had told me about the shit that he said about the quote. Like he like what he said and what his wife said, and like I hundred percent didn't even see that shit. Like yeah. no cap. And like I was just like from the jump like. From how he seemed like he handled it, he seemed like he handled it like a G. Like, I mean, you're wrong. So there's no, there's only. So yeah, he said there's do. no hiding from it. There's no but excuses. Like, but like, I mean, a lot of people do hide from that shit. And like, I feel like when you do go away, you don't say anything. Like, you go back on social media. Like, you start posting subliminal messages, and people start like posting them on social media and like building their own narrative. And that's when we start being like, bro, what's good? Like, right. I at least tip my cat Dana that he came out and like was like, yeah, listen, I was, I mean, I was drawing because right. that shit looked crazy to me. Like, I was like, like in public, yeah. Dana, like. Especially out and about. And also in this TMZ article, his wife Anne had her quote saying, quote, Dana and I have been married for almost 30 years. To say this is out of character for him is an understatement. Nothing like this has ever happened before. 
Unfortunately, we were both drinking too much on New Year's Eve, and things got out of control on both sides. We've talked this through as a family and apologized to each other. I just hope people will respect our privacy for the sake of our kids. Because obviously, you got to sit the kids down and show them the video and be like, That's what so the hell did daddy fuck. do to mommy? Yeah, it's so like, fucked. I don't even know how I react to that as a kid, bro. I don't know how old his kids are, but that's pretty fucked. I don't know how old they are That's either. pretty fucked up. But like, damn, like at least, you know what I mean? It, and it's really no, it's really no, like, I'm just, it says a, a good bit to me about at least who, because I'm also not Mr. Dane White either, but it says a good bit to me about who Dana is as a person that she can at least sit down and say that about him. Because right. if, you, if you think about dudes who hit their wives, their wives, oh, they're, they're, ready to blow. they're gone, yeah, bro. Yeah, they're ready to blow like, up. So, I mean, I hope, I hope they're fucking, they recover from this and like, this doesn't follow Dana forever because, you know, you're fans of the UFC and shit, but like, come on, Dana. Yeah, I mean, that's, Damn! Hey, like everybody's had out of, bro, we are running out of people to root for, bro. Right. Like y'all kind of chill. And everybody's had their fair share of drinks, and you know, Absolutely. been in times where they've been way too fucked up. Bad on, ideas, bro. right? Absolutely. But come on, bro. Yeah. Like, not not to this caliber. Bro. Yeah. I mean, no, that that was that was a great. He little, yeah, that was aggressive. That was my degree. So, I mean, on that note, welcome to 2023. No bullshit. No bull. Bro, 2023 is off to the weirdest start I feel like any year has ever got started off to, bro. Like, please stay safe, stay in good health, keep your mind straight, eat your greens, you feel me? Wipe your ass after (laughs) you shit. Like, it's some crazy shit going on, man. I'm praying for all y'all boys in 2023, man. This shit getting crazy, man. No shit. I saw some dude, I'm not to bring the mood down, I saw some dude died on like a snowmobile accident. The dude, the um, race car driver, I forget his name. Yeah. Me I'm too. like, God damn, bro. What the fuck yeah, is going snowmobile, on? Snowmobile, actually. Bro. Like, I'm like 55 years old, I believe. Jesus. So, RIP. RIP. Yeah. Rest in peace for that. What a, Again, what a crazy start to 2023. I mean, we have so many stories, I, I would say, outside of sports. Because Literally. It's not, it's not necessarily. The sports, game itself. Right. Like, like, but yeah. I mean, what the fuck, dude? Okay. So we are now headed to our NFL playoff picture. The only reason we want to run through this stuff is because there's so many crazy outcomes that can happen where teams that have been on the fringe or have not even been on the fringe, have been out, now have a chance to get in. Uh, We do want to start on the NFC because both of our teams are on the NFC. Giants don't apply. My Giants, I'm a Giants fan, uh, don't apply to any of this. But for the Philly fan over here, uh, the Eagles and, and their NFC East and their one seed are on the line this week as they host the New York Giants. So uh, the Eagles can clinch the NFC East with a win or a Dallas loss, and they're against uh, they're against Washington this we week. We are also going to win that game. We're 14-point favorites. So You're 14-point favorites, and the Giants don't have to play anybody. Let's, I'm going to say, let's just keep in mind that the Eagles are going to win this game. But can I say this, though? Like, weeks ago, we were saying that the Giants were going to need this game and the Eagles were going to be sitting every everyone. And now we're saying the Giants are going to sit everyone because they are locked into the sixth seed. They can't go to the five. They can't go to the seven. So they don't have to play anybody. So the roles have literally just flipped. And then for them to win and clinch the one seed, they need to uh, they need a win against the Giants or a Dallas and a San Francisco loss. And I think we win regardless. Though. I think you win regardless. I think, you win regardless. I think everyone's going to, you know. But what would be wild. Injuries matter. Health matters. For sure. What would be wild, though, is if the Eagles, you know, kind of blow this one seed and they end up getting the two and the Packers sneak in, which we'll get to in a moment, uh, you know, it could be Aaron Rodgers headed to headed Wait, to the link. Time out, so we have to we have to lose for the Packers to get in. No, I'm just saying. I was gonna say they're fucked. I didn't know that scenario. They're no, no, no. That's fucked. not. No, that's not the scenario. They okay. they just have to win. Okay. But I'm saying if they if the Eagles go to the two and the Packers get in, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, play, would, we play them. And Aaron Rodgers would. Be we ain't play. going to the two. I ain't talking about no two shit. No, that's fine. We are 14 point favorites. I'm about to take the spread. 
Nah, I ain't taking no spread. You probably could, bro. Who, like Saquon's nah, definitely not going to play. You probably don't even start. You probably, you probably could though. You probably could though. It's, probably, it's, we, it's a Tyrod Taylor day. We ain't losing. If we lose, y'all can come back and make crying to me like y'all like to do with all the rest of the shit. Facts, like bro. Me, so. It's it's a, it's a uh, it's a t- it's probably going to be a Tyrod Taylor day at the link. I like in that. A must I, fuck, game. I fuck with that. Like why not? I fuck with that. Let let Brieta do do the bulk of the carrying. There you go. Who cares, bro? They they're not going anywhere anyway. They they're they're sitting at the six seed. Uh, okay, so San Francisco in another team that can get the one seed, uh, they have to win and the Eagles need to lose for San Francisco to take the one seed. So and I, I, I want to keep the scenario where San Francisco has the two and Minnesota has the three, so then the Giants get Minnesota because I think Minnesota's fraudulent as hell. And I would rather go to Minnesota than, as a Giants fan, I would rather go to Minnesota than go to San Francisco. And like that's just a fact. I was right about Minnesota since week two, by the way. Bro. Minus 19 point differential. <laughs> and what's their record? They have like, what, three losses? Yeah, they're, they are. Four losses? They're, yeah, four losses. Negative 19 point differential. And they have 13 Ws, bro. I would just, I was right about I mean, Minnesota. We're going to wait till they get knocked out for me to officially start. But they are really, we like they always are. I was cool with Shaw. I say this all the time. I was really cool at Minnesota until they started coming to my city and doing that crazy shit. With but but then bullshit. but think about that though. Like Holy for ass. the for the Vikings, they have three, three of their four losses this season are just terrible. I mean, the Cowboys it didn't even work. Cowboys blew them out. Eagles blew them out, and then Packers blew them out. Three of those teams really matter if you think about it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Three of those teams really matter. I mean, and that game for this past Sunday for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that was the game that kept them. In, in, in a playoff I'd be, picture, I'd be trying to defend Kirk Cousins and shit too. So I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, they they're, they still they have a dominant they, they, they offense, ain't that. but they ain't that. You get somebody that locks Justin Jefferson. Way to go, Alexander! For you know, yeah, the gritty and all that shit. He's funny. Talking the talk, walking the walk. He's funny and he's crazy with that big ass hat on. After I know game, that made it so much more funny, bro. Shit. You see his picture after the his Instagram picture and shit. I like Jair Alexander. I'm a Jair Alexander. I was a Jair. You know what's funny? Do you? I one of like my favorite processes of like liking a player is when you like them for how they play. You no, know, like you peep how they are as a person. You're like, nah, I really yeah, like. He's this just a funny dude. Yeah, like I like how he talks his shit. Like, I know. Tell Skip Chin, I'm a great corner. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Cause it was funny yeah. because like. And they said he was good, and then he like gets all defensive, nah, and he's like, on that, and he's corner. like, yeah, tell Skip and Shannon, like, I'm not a good corner, I'm a great corner. And he said it so fast, <laughs> like and he like snuck it in there, and he's like, I'm, I'm not a good corner, I'm a great corner. And he <laughs> snuck it right in there. I'm like, bro, you tell him, dude. And well, it, he, he didn't have to tell him, because he showed it. Um, but okay, now to Dallas, in another team, the third team out of, out of uh, San Francisco and Philly that can get the one seed, they clinched the NFC East with a win and an Eagles loss. Now, again, the fact that we're saying Eagles loss is kind gotcha. of irrelevant at this point. Um, but what's more important is they clinch a the one seed with their win against Washington, obviously. But then they'll also need an Eagles loss and then a San Francisco loss to Arizona, which most likely we don't see happening. Uh, because so San Francisco... Like the point one percentiles. Yeah. Because San Francisco is still playing. They still got to play some people because, you know, they... they they have a chance to get the one seed, yeah. so they're not benching people. Yeah. Um, and then we see our, our two teams that have kind of been in that fringe play for the majority of this latter half of the season, the Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions. The Seahawks clinch with a win against the Rams and then a Green Bay loss. And then the Lions would clinch with a win against Green Bay on Sunday Night Football and a Seattle loss. So what I think is I, I do like the structure of putting – the Packers in the Sunday night spot because it's, you know, Sunday night at Lambeau where all 
Aaron Rodgers needs to do is win. But what I do think is weird about that is we could be going into that Sunday night game already knowing if the Lions are in or out. Yeah. Because if Seattle loses, or if Seattle if Seattle wins against the Rams, then the Lions are just playing to knock out the Packers. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, like, yeah, well, oh, like, let's all, go beat him to knock all, him out. All, 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 the, all the suits care about is Aaron Rodgers anyway. Right. The and, suits and ties up at NFL. You know, I was talking to some saying? people about it, and they were like, you know, oh, like, you know, I don't, I don't really like how it's like that because, you know, we're, we're going to know if the Lions are either playing for a playoff spot or they're playing just to knock out the Packers. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, NBC wants that game. This whole shit's about Aaron Rodgers. Lambeau Field. If I, I my, my whole thing on it is, if this was at Ford Field, this would not be a Sunday night game. Yeah, I agree. And it's like Lambeau, frozen tundra. It's definitely gonna be cold. And Aaron Rodgers just all he has to do is win. They don't need a loss from anybody. They just have to win. I just, I, I, I am on that side of the spectrum where like I don't like it that we could see the Lions either playing for either basically playing for nothing at one point. I'd be more scared if the Lions are playing for nothing. Because personally, I want to see Aaron Rodgers make it to the playoffs. Because and the only reason is why is because I don't want to hear the media try to make up all these reasons about why Aaron Rodgers and they make the playoffs. Like, because they'd be on Aaron Rodgers' ass, and like I don't like that shit. I think the Lions are ten times more scary if they have nothing to play for. Just the way they play, like high flying offense, they don't play a lot of defense. Like if they have nothing to play for and they go into Lambeau. And it will Dan be. Dan Campbell would love nothing more than to spoil somebody's fucking last game of the season. That's all I say. Tell you what, if because because it will go like this: if Seattle wins and then the Lions win, then Seattle gets that spot. I would much rather like to see that seven spot be Aaron Rodgers because then, honestly, like the way those NFC teams have been playing, like I'm, you know, people are going to say the Giants are frauds. People are going to say the Vikings are frauds. I think that NFC. Playoff picture is going to look insane, and those games are going to be crazy good. They're going to be nuts. I, I mean, the Giants have. If we go look, if we look down the NFC, uh, Giants have beaten arguably like I think the second or third most good teams. If you want to say quote unquote good teams, how you rank good teams? I think the Giants have probably beat the second or third most good teams. I mean, they beat the we Packers. Ravens. Um, you know, they beat the Ravens. They've beaten the Titans. Obviously, that was the beginning of the year when everyone thought the Titans were going to be good. Exactly. Obviously, that Vikings game was very very close on that sixty-one yarder that that was made on uh, on Christmas Eve. Um, it's going to be fun to see because, like I said, like that two seed, whatever, whoever a two seed could be, you know, we could see San Francisco hosting Aaron Rodgers if the Eagles get it. That would be insane. Like, I as long as – I would be very content as long as – I don't care who gets the two as long as it's San Francisco or Philly. Fast. I do not want Minnesota going to the two. Now, we head to the AFC and – this is this goes in. This is a little bit more complicated, just because we unfortunately weren't able to finish that game last night from Bengals and the Bills. So it makes it a little bit more complicated for these one seeds. The Chiefs will clinch the one seed with a win, and either one Bills loss or two Bills losses and a Bengals loss. So obviously, like it's a lot more that has to happen because we didn't finish the game. The Bills will clinch the one seed with two wins versus the Bengals and the Patriots, or a win at the Bengals and a Chiefs loss in Vegas. Or a win against the Pats in, and the Chiefs and Bengals lose in Week 18. And the Bengals are home against Baltimore. So if it comes down to that final scenario, I mean, I'm still not ruling out the Ravens of beating the Bengals in, in Week 18. So that that is a little bit more complicated than our first, uh, you know, in our NFC side. I do think, honestly, I mean, who, who do you really think is going to get that one seed? I mean... 
I mean, they just need the Bills to lose one game. I was going to say, I can't even, I thought the Bills were going to win it. And honestly, like, I, I I think now, I think the Bills are even, like, I think the Bills, given that they, like, with this whole DeMar Hamilton thing, and they're going to really, really, like, bound, like bind up behind him, bro. They are a pro. Like, yeah, they're going to get the one seed for sure. I, I was a Bills, I wasn't a Bills believer, bro, but, like. That's a good point, though. I was thinking the Chiefs are going to get it. And it don't even it's not even it's not even because the severity really of DeMar Hamilton like when you just lose a player that was a starter for you for the rest of the season and it's something like pretty serious mm-hmm. like that like you a team just comes together behind that something crazy like they might I think once he confirmed and I think Super Bowl appearance confirmed. I think we might see another rematch with him and Mahomes in the in the AFC in the chip, chip. In the chip this time. And I think it's confirmed, I think. They, you, that's a team that's too damn good to give them any, any more fire. Too yeah, damn good. Facts. Bro. Facts. Yeah, it's a good point. Cause I was, and, I, and I, at this point, I would love to see them do it. Well, I was if, over here if they beat thinking, us. I was over here sitting thinking that the Chiefs were, you know, possibly going to get that because they just would need one Bills yep. loss, and it yeah. could be to the Bengals. Yeah. But very well could have been to the Bengals. So I mean, but now you bring up that point, which is like obviously that's the obvious obvious point. But yeah, I wasn't really thinking yeah. about it like that. But you 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 come together over that shit, bro. They might be. They might be. That team is, that guy said, too damn good. And looking at the one seed for the Bengals, they clinched the one seed with two wins, obviously Bills and Ravens, and a Chiefs loss. Now they'll clinch the North with a win or a tie against the Bills or a win versus the Ravens. And let me just go on first and foremost by saying, where are all the people that said the Bengals were dead weeks and weeks and weeks ago? Saying, oh, the Bengals are going to miss in the playoffs. Bengals are missing the playoffs. We're tuned up right here on the brink of a one seed, basically winning the North again. Where are you at now? Seriously, we had we had hot takes, and that, I think this is I think this is par for the course for the Bungles. I think they're just, I think they're a slow start. I think they're a slow start team. I think this is the Bungles, but low key, let's not let's not spice it. Lamar Jackson doesn't get hurt. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's different. I mean, I mean, Ravens have still held their own without him. Yeah, no, they did. Not saying that that it, it, I think. That I mean, not saying held their own. They just were able to, you yeah, know, get collapse. some wins. Yeah, they didn't collapse. Yeah, collapse. Didn't That's collapse. the best way to put Fuck it. No, yeah. Now the Patriots clinch with a win. They need a lot here. Uh, they will clinch with a win against the Bills, which is highly unlikely, and a Dolphins loss versus the Jets, and a Steelers loss versus the Browns, and a Jags win versus the Titans. So basically, Patriots. Yes, you need to win. And do your thing, but then you gotta sit there and hope and pray that other all these other outcomes happen. Now, another thing that's also possible for the Dolphins, uh, they clinch with a win versus the Jets and a Pats loss to the Bills. That's very likely as well. Um, and then another big thing too for uh, you know wild outcomes that need to happen in a good way for the Steelers. They'll clinch with a win versus the Browns. They also need a Dolphins loss to the Jets and they need a Pats loss to the Bills. So. Uh, let's also put a lot of respect on the on the uh, on Kenny Pickett, especially and the Steelers for getting that comeback win on Sunday Night Football. Bro, Tua's what the mi- fuck? bro, the Dolphins' mishandlement of Tua's head has completely fucking tipped this fucking conference. There's a stat where they went, they won three games in a row, yes, then they lost, lost three, three games in a row, then they won five, and then lost, lost five, five in a row. Bro, I if they just if they just sit Tua down the first time. Hmm? Sit his ass down. They probably lose two games, three games, maybe. I think they're probably the three seed. You know how detrimental changes the entire outlook of this fucking conference right now. It's fucking nuts. You know how detrimental how he got that third, how they found out he had that third concussion. How detrimental that is. We're going through tape, and 
uh, we're asking you like you know about plays that you recall and doing this and that. And he, he has no idea. He doesn't remember. No, we got to put you in concussion protocol. And then that's the third one. Let's not forget what Ryan Clark said when he, his whole rant, which was very very respectable, about Luke Keekley. Yeah. Retiring at 28 because he had three concussions in one season. <sighs> Same thing. Uh, and then another big thing here for the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're putting a position Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson where it's not. It's it's kind of a win and get in, but it is on them. They still have to win to give themselves a chance, and I do think they will do that against the Titans because they have a great relationship, Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. The Jags will clinch the AFC South and a four seed. Think about the Jacksonville Jaguars as a four seed. That's back when Jalen Ramsey was there and beating up on the uh, beating up on the Pats um, and Tom Brady. Uh, they'll clinch the AFC South and a four seed with a win versus the Titans, but if they lose, they still have a shot to get in. They will also need a Pats and a Dolphins loss, and they'll still win the South. So, win or lose, they have a shot to get in, which is remarkable. But for them, it is a win and get in, but it's also really doesn't matter because then we can just sit and hope and pray. So, there's so many different I outcomes. I see Dougie P and him in there, man. Yeah, I know. That would be I fun. Think, I think Dougie P Duval. reviving Duval. At, first of all, am I saying that shit wrong? I don't know, bro. Um, I remember that guy commented yeah, on that. Yeah, um, but I think if he revives Duval... Like, that will really stamp his coaching career because low-key, he revived Philly. Like, after Andy Reid's last year, and after Andy Reid, like, it was a lull. Like, it was just like, oh, shit. Like, we're kind of ass now. Like, we were always nice with Andy. Now we're kind of, like, middle of the pack kind of ass. And he came in first year 8-8 eight and eight, and then glory land. Like, it's almost the same trajectory in fucking Duval. Like, literally just had Urban Meyer. We don't even need to talk about that shit. Another half-hour podcast if we want to do that shit. <laughs> Comes in, him and Trevor Lawrence have a chance to go. It's not eight and eight anymore. What is it, eight and nine or whatever, or nine and eight? They can go one of the two, I, I believe, right? Yeah. So if the Jags win uh, uh, this this weekend, it's they have a Saturday night game at eight fifteen. They'll be nine and eight. So he could literally have the same trajectory he had when he was in Philly with a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence that is probably better than Carson Wentz was. Leaves you with the question that like, how much did Carson Wentz like? almost explode the whole Eagles building, bro, because, like, people were thinking Doug was a problem, that Howie was a problem, that some players were the problem, and, like, this dude almost just ruined, like, he almost fucked up Doug Peterson's career. Well, how about, we need... And, like, I still fuck with Carson, but it's still crazy, like, just what he was doing at that building at that time, like, he almost fucked up Doug Peterson's career. Well, you, you bring up Carson, and, I, you know, I want to touch on this uh, last thing here. Um, You bring up Carson, and there's... I'm going to get to Ron Rivera in a second, but... Why are we playing Carson Wentz in a game that can keep us in the playoffs? Dude, I have he hasn't no, played in weeks. Dude, I have that's the reason What's why the I brought point? It up. Dude, I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no 2. idea. 2.8 passer rating? I have no idea. 2.8 passer rating? I have no Less idea. than 200 yards, oh three God. interceptions? Yeah, I don't What know, kind of call know. is that? Why are we not why like t- Taylor Heineke was the, was the guy to start there. He's been he's been leading this team for I I, I would say probably almost 3 quarters of the season. I, I I'm shocked at that. And then obviously Riverboat Ron, what the fuck was he on in that play in that press conference? Where they, they asked him, you know, did you know like, you know, you know, a win here will keep you in the playoffs, like now you're out of the playoffs. And he really says, Oh no, I didn't know. I don't know. I hope you were messing around because like that yeah. is that a fireball offense? Nah, I hope I hope he I hope he was just on some like, oh you guys think I didn't know. Like you feel me, like you know what yeah, I mean? I mean you only hope, but But like what's up with your man came on? Uh yeah, we should talk about that. That's fuck. Okay. I don't even. I just. I just all I need to say is that that's fucked. Yeah, man. yeah. So the Thibodeau Snow Angels when Nick Foles is down, it was a little excessive. What a, a little excessive. Um, 
originally, so I will say originally I didn't. I was saying that you know he didn't see him, but then he when you do when you do the view of like him like from his feet view from like the end zone camera view, he not only like looks at him, like people people are gonna say like he looked he did it ten times he did I count ten, ten times and he looked after the sixth or the seventh he looked at him. What people aren't gonna say is. He touched him. He's touching him every time. Bro! Every time. I was fucking fuming. Now, even... Now, and I couldn't believe not one big-ass 6'5", 340-pound lineman didn't put a fucking cleat in his face. That's what Jeff Saturday said. What the fuck? Charmin Ultra Soft. I don't got to say nothing else. This generation's fucked up. Quentin Nelson couldn't have gotten in there? He needed his ass beat so bad. Our season's over. And then you see what uh, you see what he did on the sideline too. He did. He did oh. this. Bro, he put he the Steph Curry sleep emoji on him. Cleat to the throat, and I wouldn't have been mad at all. Bro, Nick Foles is fighting for his life, figuratively. Yeah, it's yeah. Bad timing. But Nick Foles is literally going through so, it on the ground right there. And my other thing, and this too, boy is literally touching him. Looking he's at touching him. him, and he looked at him. My other thing too is like. You're laying pretty close to him. I know it's a loud stadium, but you probably can hear him, like, you know, yelling in pain. Yes. Like, yeah, no, he knew what he was doing. So, yes, I, you know, I, I kind of missed it at the beginning when it first happened. I was like, well, he didn't notice. And then you see now, yes, I did notice now. But those same people that were bitching about this whole Thibodeau thing. What's up when Daniel Jones slides down and gets his head bashed on the ground? You know, was that a payback thing or what? But those same people bitching about Thibodeau weren't talking about the Daniel Jones hit right to the dome. Yeah, no, I'm not even really tweaking about. I'm tweaking. Like I'm mad about Thibodeau, whatever. I'm really tweaking. Nobody wanted to beat his ass, so nobody. Like I'm. That's where I'm like. Yeah, because Jeff Saturday honestly made his comments. If you're gonna let me get away with this, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do Snow Angels in front of your quarterback that just hurt. If no one's gonna touch. Whoever celebrated on him too, like they smacked his chest too. It was almost like you know, like yes, I'm happy for it, but it was almost kind of like I'm coming over to you to to like you know to to continue this. No, to like get up because like he was doing it for a long time. I didn't take. I thought it was kind of just like yeah, like yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I think the whole thing was fucked. That's all. I think that shit was fucked. I and and the karma's coming. The karma is. You know coming. what? Yeah, because that's you know this is going to be so funny too. I I I'm so thankful that you just brought that up because I wasn't even thinking about that and then it just put this amazing thought into when my. You guys head. lose in round one. It's going to literally be because of Kayvon Thibodeau. That's and you know what we're going to say? Everyone's going to say that entire thing. You know what they're going to compare that to? The 2016 boat party. Yeah, it's going to be the boat. It's going to be this. Going to be the new boat. You guys are going to go the like, new boat. It's going to okay? go two and three. That's what you all are going to fucking say <laughs> if they lose to Minnesota <laughs> in round one. That's exactly what they're going to compare right to the fucking boat. And everyone's sitting here. They, they apparently they they went out to like this, you know, I don't know, some Asian club or some Asian nice restaurant, whatever, and they spent like forty thousand dollars or some crazy shit. And these people are on Twitter saying like, you know, let them have this moment, you know, oh, let's yeah. celebrate, let's not make blow this up for the media, make it think like this is another boat parade, you know, it's been it's been six years since the playoffs, oh. all this kind of stuff. But <laughs> if they do find a way to lose. You same motherfuckers are going to be the same people that said the shit about the boat parade. You're going to pre- compare it to this. That's a great point uh, that you brought up. I, I wasn't I even I, fucking cause, thinking cause about I that. I will. I don't even. I don't even care. You can tell me I'm one of them people. 
I right. can't wait. Give me the same shit right there. <laughs> Great way to end this goddamn long banger in 2023. Thank you guys for watching. If you did enjoy our first podcast of 2023, we have some great content coming out this year. Drop a like down below and a comment. What did you like about this crazy show? Skip Bayless and Dana White going crazy. Our big bowl games and the NFL playoff picture. Uh, you know, do not forget to hit that subscribe button. And if you have been watching or listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You know what to do. Give us those ratings. It's going to be a long 2023, and we're here to make it. You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and the man in red, Manny Ruffin. My name is Alex Jacobs, but you can call me All Day AJ. We will see you when we see you. Happy New Year. Let's go. Thanks.